The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. Hello, world. How's everybody doing tonight? We got something very, very hot off the press, hot off the stove. None other than Fred Johnson. He goes by Fredo. Fredo is in the cut. It's a scary sight. People don't know nothing about that. <laughs> hey, but uh, but uh, how you doing tonight, Fred? Man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I just got off the game. Little, little gaming session just now. But other than that, I'm doing good. What games, what games you, playing? you playing? We got to know what games you playing. Anything. Uh, really, really Call of Duty and uh, like Madden or something, but any game for real. We just playing like a dodgeball game, I think, for like two hours. Team PS5, or are you rocking with the Xbox? I'm rocking with a PC. Okay. I got the PS5, but I'm rocking with the PC. I ain't even gonna lie. I might You're not a even. real deal gamer then. Yeah, I couldn't even do the PS5. Once I heard people was like, like, people already got an advantage with, like, just having, like, a PC over a console. I was like, yeah, I need a PC. I'm tired of dying. Tired of losing. <laughs> Facts. So, um, let me ask you, I guess, just starting this whole thing off. Tell the people, for people that don't know, you know, where are you from? I know, you know, uh, Ace is in Florida right now. Tell them about your part of Florida that you're from. Uh, I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh... I went to Royal Palm Beach High School, and I went to University of Florida, the University of Florida for college. And when you went to Royal uh, Palm Beach, though, you led the team to a Class 7A regional final. Uh, yeah, we lost to St. Thomas Aquinas, I think, that year in the, like, third round or something. That was my first year actually playing football. So, I mean, 
it was nothing to be sad about, I guess. No, nah, that's fact. And it's a pro factory down there in Palm Beach County. Lamar Jackson and a whole bunch of other great players have come out of there. Did you hear about Lamar Jackson like when you were in high school? I mean, we knew who he was. We like, we was like, like we never played Boynton, and I don't think, I don't think Lamar from Palm Beach. I don't think he from Broward, but we knew of Lamar, like, cause we just like Boynton was in like, it's like in Palm Beach County, so like there's like this quarterback from Boynton gonna be the truth, and we was just like, I'm glad we don't play. <laughs> we were so happy we didn't play though, but, but I mean, we heard about him. Uh, he was on one of my visits. I think he was on my visit to Florida, I think. But, um, you know, it was just like one of those things, like, okay, we don't got to play him. We don't got to worry about him type things. Facts, facts. So yeah. you you were saying, like, that was your third year, like, even playing football. Talk to the people. That was my first year. Your first year? That was my first year playing football. Talk to the people about basketball. How good were you in basketball? Do you miss basketball? What is better? I ain't even never played basketball, my boy. Huh? Swear to God, I ain't played oh, basketball. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, 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 read, I read something incorrectly. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, don't I... Know who, I don't know who posted that, but I yeah, played it's... So I <laughs> never played basketball organized. We only used to go play with my brothers. My cousin right, used to right, pick yeah. up a game and take it to the house, arguing about it and stuff. I never played organized. All right, never so yeah. When you Google some stuff, it does say that you it play basketball. Say- so, <laughs> so look, played. so, but I thought that was a little funny though, because I, of course, me, I don't know if you know me, but the way I move, I wanted to go look for the video. I was like, I need there's to no see video. the video. Yeah, there's, there's no video. No, so, that's there's no like, nothing. No, do you I play 2K? Do you play I 2K? Yeah, I used to play 2K. I don't play it no more. Though. I would dog you in 2K. That's the one. Uh, see, see, hey, you, you, all you that got shit. it. All that shooter stuff that y'all talking about. See, I'm from the Madden 2K. Like that's all I play. I don't know nothing. You, to, y'all would cr- I would die all day on all of that. Whatever y'all talking about. I got a couple about. boys who could who could probably work you at 2K right now. <laughs> and I ain't talking for free. They'll probably dust you right now. <laughs> on the box. On, on anything. PS5. A. Hey. PS5. I'm an Xbox dude, but no, nah, I'm a PS5 dude. So if they, hey, that's why I got these headphones. You asked me why I had the headphones. We ready? That's some big headphones. Come on. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, look, real good. Hey, before we did the interview, like off air, all we was hearing about is my <laughs> man Fred talking about his headphones. Yes, we sir. in the booth right now. We in the booth, the PS5 booth. But yeah, Fred, but nah. I gotta ask you this because I don't agree with it. What do you think about your Madden rating? Because I'm like, they tried them. They tried them. It's a sad day when you look at your Madden rating. Uh, I feel like it should be higher, not crazy high, like not no 80, right? Not no like 60s plus. It got it. What is yeah. it right now? It was like 50 something when I looked. It was like 54, ain't it? 54 or something. I said they tried him. They tried him. My peoples be called my brother, first guy, man. Bro, he called me. He said, bro, you trash, bro. You trash. Oh, yeah. I say, bro. You got to tell him, bro, you got to build me up on that. Bro, I say, hey, you better put a, I don't know what you could do. You better upgrade the card or something. <laughs> But um, the matter, I don't know. I feel like it should be higher, but it shouldn't be no eighty or no seventy five. It should be like a sixty nine. See, that's reasonable though. Like, like 69. most people are. I should be a ninety seven and stuff like that. Nah, I know. Nah. 
I do I, since I'm in Orlando, I do have a connect with EA Sports. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I can tell them to try to get you up to at least a sixty. Nah, you gotta do something. It's all good. I just I don't think I done nothing crazy. Put on the blazer for no reason. So, but so all right. work on. So maybe maybe they're going fifty something because they seen you and they didn't think that you did what yeah. you had to do at possibly guard. Talk to me about. That's what I'm saying. Tell to me about the difference between you playing guard and tackle. Give us the real. Tell us how you really feel about I mean, playing guard. I mean, I played guard all of college, so like. Like, only one year I played tackle in college. And then I had my first year playing tackle in high school, my senior year. So I really didn't play tackle long. So I went to guard for three years. Went to Pittsburgh. Had, uh, had like, my tenor there, like, my six months there, seven months there. I was at guard. And when I got here, they threw me back at tackle. So, I mean, like, it don't matter which one you go to. It's just that when you go to it, I mean, it's a lot different, like, Tackle you in the island, you like in space with fast with faster people than you. You know what I'm saying? Like Miles Garrett, you know what I'm saying? Von Miller's and stuff like that. Like they athletes, they can move in space, but guard is like a box, and you in that box, you in a you in your you in your little close quarters. You gotta you gotta be you know what I'm saying? You gotta be everything more compact, everything more quick. It happens right now, or it don't happen at all. You know what I'm saying? And that tackle is more like you have to wait on it or you have to get to a certain space depending on who you're going against. A, a lot of a lot of Bengals are now, I'm gonna tell you on Twitter, it's a big thing right now about like just the actual technique from your previous offensive line coach to the current uh coach. Um do you find that like maybe some of the things that you were doing like uh, maybe last year? Because I know that you came here in 2019, but like some of the things last year, do you think that it enhanced what you could do from the guard position or the tackle position, or do you feel like it was outside of your comfort level? I don't feel like nothing really outside of your comfort level. I feel like once you do something for so long, like you gonna always be able to do it. It's just about what level you do it at. Like I don't know, like like. Uh, like, I mean, going from tackle week one, all of, like, you know, all the camp to jumping in that guard, like, I didn't turn down the opportunity. I was like, I've been doing this. Like, I just got to, you know, shake the little dust off and get back to it. And um, I just think, like, the technique-wise from, like, you know, we about to go in with Frank Pollock and stuff, like, I think it's more, uh, I think it's more, like, like in tune with what an officer lineman should be able to do. And it, like it just makes more sense in that matter. Like it just it just works. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to see you know what how they how they want to use me or where they want to put me at. But um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's too much different outside like your comfort level. I feel like your comfort level is your comfort level. Like you could put me anywhere on the line. Just don't have me snapping the ball at six, right, <laughs> six right. eight. You feel me, bro? Right. Gotcha. No, it's it's funny you say that, bro. Because when I first got introduced to you. A lot of Steelers fans were upset that we were able to jump on you. And they felt like you were a hidden gem. They really uh, appreciated what you had done for their team. And they really felt like Cincinnati kind of stole you because they had to make a roster move that they really didn't want to make. And we kind of jumped. Yeah. On. What was that experience like, I guess, for you? Like what? Going from team to team? Yeah. It was nerve wracking, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, I think we was like the last week practice of – like, I think it was like a Friday. I want to say a Friday, Saturday. 
And I'm thinking I'm finna go, you know, do my usual routine, go travel, because, you know, we had them dogs up front. So I wasn't playing. So we was just uh, like, I like I got the word after practice, like after a walk through practice, you know, and they said, yeah, we think we're going to wave you. I didn't even know what waving was. Uh, then I just knew I was like up for grabs. Didn't know where I would end up. Like, you don't know if you're going to be on the other side of the country the next day. So. I mean, it was very nerve-wracking, very, like, shaky ground. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, usually people want to have, like, something established. But, I mean, I feel like my work that I did there uh, just to make the team and just be able to, you know, say I accomplished something that many don't undrafted. Like, I mean, like, I went there with one mindset, like, bro, make the team. Just make the team and everything else going to fall in place. And, um, unfortunately, like, I had, to, you know, had got waved and stuff. But uh, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it back. Net, 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 like to say, needless to say, I would not change nothing about my circumstances now, about being waived, about the Bengals picking me up, about the opportunity they gave me, and I still have now. So I mean, it's like all a blessing. I feel like it's all like, like all what was supposed to happen. Well, you know, there's not going to be one person from Houday Nation that's going to go against you because once we snatch you up from them other people on that other side. We you automatically in you you all the way at the top top level with us for life on that because yeah. if we can get one of them that's that's a win for us yeah. and I yeah. think just just to give people some insight too Fred kind of been a little rough on himself in 2019 six games played one start uh no sacks allowed 2020 12 games played five starts zero sacks allowed so like you know. That's what hey, I think. At one point, I think they even had you at, at left tackle, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember you really standing I at, out. I was at left tackle, I think, every game. I think, you know, after Jonah got, I think, one, I think the second Browns game. Right. I think Jonah got, I played both of the Dallas games. The second game, the second Browns game where Jonah got, I think Jonah got hurt or Bobby got hurt or somebody. I was at right. And then somebody else got hurt. Then I was at left. And then I think the rest of that, I think like four games straight, I just played left tackle. Left tackle right at the end. Yeah. He was balling in them games because I yeah. remember saying, like, look at Fred. And a lot of people, that's you might not know it, but you got really popular right. Bengals fans from, from that stretch that you're talking about, those four games. Like a yeah. lot of people, like you was on our radar for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. I mean, like them guys, like it was either like do or die. Like you gotta show you could do something or you're not gonna be here much longer, bro. And it's and it's just, you know, like you gotta like it's just you see an opportunity, like I said, you gotta take it, bro. Like I, I didn't know I was gonna be starting like the end of the season. I thought everything was under wraps, everything was, you know, like already set in stone. But you know, in this business, it's anything could change at any moment. So All right. And then I think, you know, like like on in the all season, hearing everybody talk about, I know you have to hear, or somebody might have to tell you that people feel as though that the Bengals didn't do enough from the offensive line position, and then they go into the draft and and even before the draft, go acquire Riley Reef, um, going to the draft and come out with with a good you know with three new guys, right? How does that make mm -hmm. you feel? I guess going forward, do you feel like that's gonna make you a lot better or is it now more pressure to not even think about roster spots even more to like, you know, like how do you deal I mean, with that part of it? Think? I mean, what is it to think, <laughs> right? You in the NFL, bro. Like, right. This business don't stop for nobody, bro. 
I mean, right. the fans gonna say what the fans want to say, whether I agree with it or don't agree with it. I don't, you know, so I keep my mouth closed. But I mean, yeah. like, I would never not welcome competition, bro. Like, that's one thing. Like, like that's one of the reasons why I went to Pittsburgh was just for competition. Like they said, they had eight, nine guys, bro. You want to give me a chance to make a team? I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I don't want it handed to me. I don't want it to feel like everything is working in my favor. Cause then, what are you really working for? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you don't have no adversity, how can you really say that you prevail or you like got better or something? You feel me? Right. So I mean, 100%. I don't feel no type of way. I don't feel no type of way. I welcome any type of competition. You want to come, come. If want like, you know what I'm saying? I do what I gotta do, and I end up winning and beating out somebody for a spot. That's just because of what I work for, and that's just because of the mentality that I had going to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like everything come rolling around in camp. That's when you gonna see what goes on and what happens. You feel me? Yes, so sir. I don't like I ain't really feel no type of way. Like I don't even watch I don't even got I don't even look at my Twitter no more. I don't even look at Twitter. I barely check Instagram. Like I just go in and do what I gotta do. You know, they brought Riley Reef in, like great guy. I feel like I can learn a lot from him just that right. disposition alone. You know what I'm saying? He's been around a long time. You know, they brought in uh the, the three tackles, uh the rookies. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. It's it's a, it's the NFL. You can't be in this business and be mad at them drafting people to replace you because that's what you hear when you first came in. You know, so yep. it's just uh, it's just all like just welcoming and just like really humbling and just like just get you excited. It just gets you ready to go. Like you get right. bouncing. You know what that's I'm saying? What you like, like to hear. Yeah, that's yeah, the attitude you know, that you gotta have. Right, that's the attitude you gotta have, bro. Because even like. Even at like like regular jobs, like you know what I'm saying, like like office jobs and stuff, like they might not be hiring like somebody to come replace you the next year, but you start slacking, they're gonna bring somebody else in and have you teach them to do your job. Yeah. And then they gonna fire you. You feel me? So I mean hundred percent. Right. It's just all it's just all a welcoming experience, bro. It just keep the it just keep the motor running, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So switching things up, you a Florida boy. What are you listening to, like in terms of like you listening to Kodak? Like what you what you oh, got in the what you got in the a, selection? It's a lot, bro. I got uh like Palm Beach natives, uh like West Palm Beach natives. I listen to PC Tweezy a lot. He's from West Palm Beach. Uh, I listen to Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is my favorite rapper of all time. <laughs> uh I listen to Kodak, of course, but it's just a mix of everybody, like West Coast people, uh like my sisters love West Coast rappers. Um, I listen to J. Cole a lot, but top three for me is Kevin Gates, probably Kodak, and um and probably uh probably J. Cole. That would be my top three. Ha- okay. Have you ever have you ever met Kevin Gates before? Uh I think I went I went to one of his concerts in co- in college. One of his concerts. I never met him like personally, like, oh, okay. never, like no, yeah, no, never, like uh, I met him. I met him one time, and, and and funny thing is, it was in Cincinnati too, and it was yeah. the craziest experience. Like, if you love him now, you think that, that like that's your top three, a hundred percent. He gonna he be here. Like, like you meet him, like it's a hundred percent the same exact thing. Look you straight in your eye, he gonna be like everything that you thought he was. Yeah, I just like how his music progressed over the years. Cause I listened to him since twenty thirteen. And like everything he rap about, like you know, some of the stuff, not everything, not the whole like collective <laughs> view of it, but certain points, it hit like a it hit like a, a personal note. Yeah, for him, I feel yeah. like 
he moves at his own beat. I feel like there's not a record right. label or somebody that could tell him like when to drop or any of that stuff like that. He might go a yeah. little silent, I guess, in the public eye for a little bit, but he just moves at his own beat. So you gotta respect that. Yeah, so I don't know. I like it. I like uh, I like listening to anybody. Really, <laughs> you said you said your top three for rap, right? Um, or just music. Period. Give me your top five. This is something Ace does every time we interview somebody. Give me your top five offensive linemen. No, no, let's let's do this. Top five defensive linemen that you've gone against personally. That I've gone against? Yeah. Or that I've yeah. seen play in games? I want to I personally. I'll say top five uh, that I've gone against personally. One, Miles Garrett. Two, two, uh, it I went against TJ Watt. It could be three. It could be three. Okay, okay, okay. Against. Okay. Garrett, TJ Watt, and uh I'm trying to give another uh trying to give another one. Um uh Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell was strong as hell. <laughs> Calais Campbell was strong as hell. It's so but, crazy. The three that you pick, I feel like you could talk to the people. I think I know what you're gonna say. The three that you pick all bring something very different. The They're position. very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Calais Campbell is like a D tackle slash and he just tall and he like my size. And it was one of those like like matchups. I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's see how this goes. <laughs> but um TJ Wild always practice against and we played against him last year. You know, he wasn't really on my side, but I know how TJ Wild is. <laughs> like practicing against it every day at camp and before that, you know. You know how somebody gets down, and Miles Garrett is just a freak of nature. Nah, that's real. So right. I, I want to uh, ask you. Obviously, I think I saw a video last year of Carlos Dunlap bopping, and I already know what that's about—the joking and bopping and all of that. Like in terms of, in terms of like in the locker room, who would you say is like the funniest person or like the, the funnest person in the locker room? The fight who I always go at, who me, who me and him, we got instant beef. Not like beef, but just like instant like rivalry stuff. I would say for me, it's uh it's Mike Daniels, because he loud and I'm loud. <laughs> so literally like when we see like, I know he's around and stuff. Like we just joke around and stuff and then like you know, get out there and stuff like that. But I mean, like when I first seen him in the locker room, I was like, "Damn, bro, why he so loud, bro?" <laughs> like, and then like I'm like, "Damn, bro, am I that loud?" And everybody looking like, "Yeah," <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you is. But he my dog though, so I mean, I respect him. I respect what he bought, how he attacked the game and stuff. So, I mean, that's that's definitely who's the most lively I think in the locker room. We definitely consider him a friend of the show. We had him on here, and I I, I talked to him off this. So that that's yeah. that's that's a funny dude. That is a yeah, funny he's funny. Dude. He a funny short dude too. I be joking <laughs> all, all the time. <laughs> he's saying that because you're six eight though. To the average person, though, what is Mike Davis like? Six one, six two? Is he? <laughs> I mean, his arms are so damn big. His though. I just, arms. His arms long and big, but I don't. Is he six one six two? He gotta be six one six two. He gotta be six one six two. But I mean, like, I'm saying you're talking from a like. I think people probably watching this like, man, Mike Daniels short. Like, nah, like he not. Well, I can't. Maybe he is like six one, but his arms I think make him look bigger. Who's taller, him or Gino? Are they the same size? I don't know. 
I don't I've never seen them like side by side. <laughs> I think I think they might be. I don't know. All I know Mike Daniels short. To me, he's short. Talk to me, speaking of Gino, talk to me real quick. Like, what did you learn from Gino just seeing him in there? And, you know, like, you, did you pick up anything that maybe somebody doesn't know about Gino Atkins? Because he never talks to us. No, nah, I mean, I mean, you just look at Gino, you just know how to play the game like a pro instantly. How he move, how he how he maneuvered, like, in, like instantly. You don't even got to talk to him. I barely talk to him, so I don't even, I can't even really say nothing about him, but be a stand-up individual and he know how to play the game like he's supposed to play the game. I mean, shit. Look at his accolades. Look at what he do on the field. I mean, it's crazy. What are your uh, goals for next season? My personal goals are like – Personal goals. My personal goals, I want to be a full-time starter for for, for like first things foremost. Full-time, full-time starter, productive starter. I want to help the team win. And – I want to uh, – the next goal is probably, like, trying to win, like get in the Pro Bowl or something like that. Thanks. You know, start start stacking those. But first things first, establish myself as a starter and somebody who want to win, you know, changing my mindset with just everything that went on since I've been here and all that. So, hey, Let me ask you, have you seen the new uniforms? I, I, I bet, right? Yeah, we've seen the new uniforms. Okay, yeah. so uh, what do, you, do you like the uniforms? Has anybody in your family uh, tried to get one of your jerseys or anything yet? They usually wait till the season come around. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you got to uh, get like them a little bit more optimistic. Than like, we don't even we don't even got them yet. We don't even uh, we we, don't even, we haven't even touched them yet. But I do like them. I like the the simplicity of them, like just the, right. like how they more calm down. You know, like just like nothing too crazy. Like the other ones had like different colors everywhere, which way around and stuff. Okay. I love the black jerseys. Love them, them five. Yeah. I like the white ones. The white ones kind of like look like our color rush, but I think they cool. I think they did a good design with it. No, that's facts. That's facts. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you looking forward to in terms of the opener? Obviously, like you guys play for the most part at the beginning of the season, not really to full capacity, obviously not really to full capacity at all during last mm-hmm. season. Is that something that you're looking forward to this season? Yeah, bro. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's definitely certain. We, we getting the fans back will be way better than just playing. Like we playing backyard football, bro. Yeah. With just cameras on it this time. I mean, having the fans back in that energy in that stadium, like when something go good or something go well, it's going to be crazy, you know? I don't know Glass if you've ever seen me before, but I'm gonna have him turn. Like I'm gonna Glass have him, I'm gonna have him yeah. super turn out there. Like wait, like yeah, wait for this. We got some real yeah. good ideas coming up this season too. So yeah. I last think y'all gonna be really high. Last year I think it was just us just cheering, like everybody on the sidelines. Because I mean, <laughs> some stadiums didn't even allow fans, so it's just literally just crickets. The other side and our side, you know. Remember, me and Ace interviewed AJ last year too. That was like a real big moment for us as well. And that was one of the questions we asked him: "Is like, um, you do you mind that no fans?" And he was like, "I didn't even notice." You remember that he was like that? <laughs> yeah, he's no, it's so. It's some people that just I mean, feel- I mean, but like in a game, you don't notice it. After the game, you like, like when you first walk in the stadium, you don't know. Like you got a game to play. Right. But once the game wind down and stuff like that, like or like it's big moments in the game, like somebody catch a go ahead touchdown or they get a stop or a sack or it's third down and you need 
you know, crowd noise and all that. Right. You did start to notice, like, okay, cool, where the fans at, what's going on? But, I mean, I'm excited to have them back. It'll be fun. Well, we we almost about to let you go. I got actually one question. With the NBA playoffs going on right now, I know your uncle, if people don't know, was Otis Thorpe, who I do have his basketball card, and I yeah. wish I would have brought that to the <laughs> to the show so I could just show you, like, I'm really on it and I'm really with it. How so, you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to that, take, this is different. This is a different <laughs> platform right here, Fredo. This is this is different. This is super different over here. We're a different crazy. animal. This is a different animal. Ask Mike. When you saw the you Mike, know my like, blood type. <laughs> <laughs> we we were close on that one, but like, look, this is what I want to ask you on a, on the way out, though. Who you got winning yeah. the finals? Do you got a do you got a uh, do you got a, a team that you favor that's still in the playoffs, or how you feel about that? Uh, personally, I don't watch the playoffs like at all because seven games <laughs> to watch seven games. Go watch one. Go watch got, one tonight. This is got, I watched. I watched one the other night. But okay. then you got you got seven games on seven games, and then it's the finals. Is am I right? Is it seven, seven, seven? <laughs> no, that's a well, lot. Of it games. can go seven. It, it can. Seven. It can go seven. Well, so see, this, that was the okay. reason why they did the playing stuff because before they you know were doing the five but, games at the first. But, I, and, but uh, who I would pick now, just by like who they got, I say it's gonna be LeBron in the Nets. Okay. I say it's gonna be LeBron in the Nets. I, he I already check- knocked off stuff. He just got to knock off who he playing out of Suns. Yeah. Now they down. Oh, they down. Oh, one though. They down. Oh, one. It's not. It's not the end of the world. It's not. It's not three and one. (laughs) He he probably come back from one three on them people. But listen, I'm gonna tell you though. If you watch it, like some of the series though, yeah, like the Blazers series going on right now. There's a lot of things. Like if you watch one game, it's almost like a TV show at that point because you're like, dang. Like I remember game one. He did it, and then by the time you get to game uh, three, listen, you, it's it's like a saga at that point, bro. I'm trying to tell you. It's, I it's, love when the I love when the finals get down to like like last, like it's three and three, and yeah. there's one more game. Cause then that relates to us. Cause in football, you get one game and that's it. That's it. Basketball, you get a lot of games. So I mean, like game four, like if they up three and zero, oh, then I watch game four. But because that's when the other team going to play the hardest. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, like, if we get down to that last little bit or say, because that's going to be the most exciting games. You get down to, like, game seven and both teams need to win, <laughs> they're going to do whatever they need to do. But I don't right. watch the first couple ones. That is the beauty the of football, though. That is the beauty yeah. of football, though. It you is like – That's it. That's it. Anything that yeah. you want to tell the people that are uh, checking for you this season, we they don't get that chance to hear from you much. I want to just encourage everybody to support this brother. He's doing his thing. Fredo on the cut. It's a scary sight. You got any? <laughs> you got any? Yeah. You thought, uh, listen, but do you have any things that you want to say to the Hootay fans that just any encouragement or anything that you just mm-hmm. got on your mind? No, nah, just keep supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Don't go unnoticed. Uh, pack the stadium when you can, you know, and just keep screaming Hootay and Let's just get to it. We got a we got a long we got a good thing coming this year, so just ready to get out there. Facts. Well, appreciate it, Fred. We uh, appreciate you for stopping by the Orange Is the New Black no Podcast. No yes, problem. sir. So make sure you. What's your uh, What's your Instagram? 
Fredo Kruger underscore 74. <laughs> Fredo Kruger. I just wanted it to be Fredo, but then Fredo was taken because somebody got it. He like got 20, 20 million people following him, but Fredo was taken. Tried to do something that didn't work, so I just put Fredo Kruger, like a play on Freddy Kruger. Right, right, right. Nah, that's yeah, it's one of my favorite names on the gram. That's why I just made yeah. you say it just so yeah. people know. <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate you. Orange is the new black. Make sure y'all follow us. This is Ace. New Stripe City on Instagram, YouTube, anything. I'm Zim Hude. Ace, take us out with the... Yes! Sersky! Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but the, the whole story is Carlos never... More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.